Hello and happy Pride. It's really an honor to address you today with, again, deep apologies. But if you hadn't already heard, I am right now in the Holy Land walking through the very place, places where Jesus preached the Sermon on the Mount, where he offered blessings that were unexpected, where he reached out to people. And I'll admit to you that this trip is really important to me in part because I need Jesus's healing. I need Jesus's healing, and I think it will be wonderful to see if I encounter that in that space. So at any rate, let's pray and get into it. God bless us with pride. Bless us with affirmation. Bless us with openings. Bless us with joy. As we come to worship you in this time, we ask for even more unexpected blessings. In the name of Jesus, amen. So again, I just want to say to you what an honor it is to offer a brief word to you on this Pride Sunday. And I'm honored because I realize that so many people take a risk when they step foot in church, when they entrust a preacher with the time to reflect on the word, or when, when they take a moment of vulner vulnerability in order to be present to others who also need prayer and a blessing. Church has not always done its best in this area, and in fact, it's done so much damage in many cases, and part of our work here in this community is to undo that. So today, we hear a really fascinating text from 1 Samuel, and I believe it's a wonderful starting place for how we might reflect on how God's offering a blessing to us in this place, in this community, in this present moment. So we listen to the story of Hannah. Hannah was someone who had not been able to bear a child. And in a time when a woman, woman's value was very much connected to childbearing, and that doesn't sound at all familiar, right? But this was a time where your value was in having children. This to Hannah felt unbearable, it, and it made her vulnerable. At her wit's end, Hannah decided to do the one thing she had left. She took herself to worship, and she threw herself at the altar of the Lord. Do you know what happened, though, when Hannah decided to throw herself at the altar of the Lord? A man of God saw what she was doing and turned her moment of fervent prayer into a time of admonition. You hear this? A man of God saw this woman in her most vulnerable moment, and when she was suffering, when she was being cast aside, when she might have almost been destroyed, and this man of God twisted her prayerful experience into a moment of rebuke. And haven't we seen enough of that? Have we seen and heard enough of the admonition of so-called men of God and people of God who want to take our most vulnerable moments and twist our response, our grief against us. Haven't we seen enough and heard enough admonition from men of God and other people of God who will go to people in their lowest places, in their most vulnerable spaces, and cause them harm? Why on earth would you respond to someone in prayer and accuse them of anything? Why accuse a person in prayer when all they're asking for 
is a blessing. I've seen it, and you've seen it, you've probably experienced it. And if you have, I just want to say that I'm sorry. Please hear my apology and know it's sincere. I know I can't undo what someone else has done. I can't even undo what I have done, but I can repent, and I do right now. I repent for any time I or others in positions of power, other people of God, turn your moments of vulnerability and prayer into times of admonition and punishment. We all need the chance to be able to turn to God ourselves in prayer, and, and we need to seek forgiveness for it. And I do that right now. God have mercy. Meanwhile, I acknowledge that as we seek to do better, we need to put concrete steps together to understand how we make things right. And if you want to join me in finding new ways to do better, I think it helps to put ourselves in the shoes of the people right here in this story from 1 Samuel. Yes, maybe you have been a Hannah. Maybe you've been at the end of your rope, and maybe you've asked for prayer. Maybe you've heard someone turning those words against you. And that's traumatic. And houses of worship are supposed to be spaces of healing, not of trauma. So if something the church has done has made its way onto your trauma map, again, I apologize, but apologies are not going to be enough. It's crucial that we each take stock of the ways we're committed to offering healing to each other, to see where we've gone wrong, to repent sincerely, to give more than just lip service to inclusion to recognize our growing edges, and to pray, and to take steps to learn and to grow. That's what we are supposed to do together, and that's exactly how this church seeks to function. Welcome to the park. But when we fail, which we do, I think we also go back to this text from 1 Samuel, because it gives us a roadmap. Eli, this man of God, was wrong about Hannah, but then do you know what happened? God intervened. God intervened. God stepped in and showed Eli the mistake that he had made. Hannah's soul was embittered, and she prayed to the source of life, and she wept profusely, and God heard her. Even when the man of God couldn't hear, God did hear, loud and clear. And God changed Eli's heart. Now I want you to note, Eli didn't change his heart. Hannah didn't change his heart. God changed his heart. And hear that word today, because Hannah, and nobody can change somebody's heart but God. It's pretty rare that we're able to change someone's heart. But we'll try for sure. I know I have. In fact, I'm famous for it. But as we all know, we can't really change anyone. That's God's work. I suspect that as many of us map out our own traumas, we can find so many instances in which we've tried to change someone. It doesn't work, beloved. If you want change, just look within yourself. Let God intervene, because remember that God hears. When 
Hannah wound up having her child, she named him Samuel. And do you know what Samuel means? It means God hears. And so that blessing, remembering in this child she bore miraculously, she understood that she was holding God's blessing. Remember that God hears you. God can change you in the ways that are intended for goodness and wholeness, but if someone else is trying to change you, it won't work, and don't try to change anyone else. Meanwhile, I, my prayer for you is that you experience yourself through God's eyes. Imagine if you could look in the mirror and love yourself just as much as God does. Whoever you are, this is true. God bless you, and happy pride. Amen.